Sky Karumba. Orion is one of the brightest and biggest constellations. It's the most recognized, and it can be seen from the northern and southern hemispheres because it's on the celestial equator. This is the best time of year to see it because it's up almost all night. In ancient Greek mythology, Orion is a very large, very strong, and very boastful hunter. When he vowed to kill all the animals on Earth, the goddess Gaia sent a scorpion after him. After a lively contest, the scorpion won. They're on opposite sides of the sky, so there should never be such a showdown again. And that reminds mortals not to be vain. In many cultures, the stars of Orion are recognized as a giant man or something like it. The Ojibwe Native Americans named him the Wintermaker. Indeed, when you see Orion rising before dawn, it's late summer. Into the northern hemisphere fall, he rises earlier until he's up all night as the coldest part of winter sets in. And it's springtime getting warmer when he's setting in the evening shortly after sundown. One of the most mispronounced stars is in Orion. Betelgeuse is the orange giant in the upper left of the constellation. It's one of the hunter's shoulders. In late 2019, this star dimmed somewhat. It reached normal brightness again by April 2020. Researchers using the Hubble Space Telescope think a huge flare, like when our sun gives off a solar flare, put a lot of star material in space around Betelgeuse. As the stellar plasma cooled down and became interstellar dust, it blocked a quarter of the light. The star's name comes from Arabic and seems to mean the armpit of the central one. Estimates for how far away Betelgeuse are vary a lot. A University of Tokyo study in 2020 concluded it's 530 light-years away. There are other estimates going up to 800 light-years. This wide range of numbers is because scientists are having trouble measuring just exactly how the star is moving. Bellatrix is the star on the other shoulder. The name means female warrior in Latin. The name doesn't relate to Orion, but some astronomers in the 15th century decided to call it that, and the name stuck. In the middle of the constellation are the three belt stars. From east to west, they are Alnilam, Alnitak, and Mintike. Alnilam is Arabic for string of pearls, and that's the Arabic name for the belt stars. Alnitak and Mintike both come from Arabic words for belt. Below the belt is Orion's dagger. It looks like three stars, but the middle object is actually the Orion Nebula. It's a cloud of gas and dust lit up by stars in the region. Look at it with binoculars or a telescope and you'll realize that at its clearest, it just doesn't look clear. That nebula is one that's thought of as a stellar nursery where young stars develop. A young star, or protostar, discovered there in 1967, shines in infrared, but isn't visible in wavelengths humans see. It's similar in that way to a brown dwarf, but brown dwarfs aren't young. They just never acquired enough mass to be bright in the visible wavelengths in the first place. Below that, to the left, is Saith in one of Orion's knees. That's an odd place for a star to be named Saith. It's Arabic for sword. Who keeps a sword at their knees? The other knee is Rigel. It's more aptly named, being Arabic for foot. In some of the dimmer stars, you see Orion holding a shield to the west and a club over his head. Below 
below Orion, you'll see Lepus the Hare. Behind him is Canis Major, the big dog. And if you have a nice dark sky, you'll see a river called Eridanus ahead and below Orion. It's interesting that Orion is known as a winter constellation because it's up all night during the northern hemisphere winter, but the star Sirius in nearby Canis Major is associated with the dog days of summer because it rises during the dawn in July and August. Mercury is at greatest elongation in the evening sky on January 18th. It reaches 18.6 degrees east of the sun before it turns around and goes sunward again. The best view will be from low northern latitudes where the planet sets more than an hour after the sun. Mars is 1.6 degrees from Uranus on the 20th. A first quarter moon nearby on the same night makes Uranus hard, if not impossible, to see. I told you about that in last week's podcast. Look that up to find out more. Sky Caramba.